This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM, I'm Benji Shulman and this is the new Blue Review. Welcome to the program. And we have online, as we always do this time of the week, Rob Hutchinson from Geo South Africa. How are you doing, Rob? Very well in yourself, Benji. I'm doing fantastic and I hope that you're keeping warm and not very load shedded because uh, that is always the way to be in my view, is a woman not load-shedded. Now, Rob, lots of interesting things going on in Parliament, and this one uh, is is very important. If you have someone studying law, or you're a lawyer, or it's something that you want to maybe go into as a, as a profession, because, of course, we are very used to doctors in our, yeah, doctors in our, our communities going on community service, but now they're thinking of extending it to the legal profession as well. Absolutely correct. So what, what they've proposed is mandatory community service for, for legal practitioners. And obviously that's going to raise a few eyebrows, um, but also a few hands of, of, of praise in, in civil society. Lawyers, for one, should, should they do mandatory public service or community service? Well, perhaps, perhaps they should. The public certainly does seem to think so. However, lawyers are obviously of the other opinion. They are, they do uh, actually do provide pro bono services as it, as is. Being forced into into mandatory public service is a is a different matter altogether. So, very very uh, it's a bit of a vague bill, must say. It does propose uh, different hours for uh, legal practitioners, um, but for candidate attorneys, at a shorter shorter amount. But the big problem here is it's the same as uh, medical medical practitioners who are forced into community service straight after they have studied. The same would apply here. So you can have junior, a, a lot of influx of junior lawyers and, and legal services in in the legal in the legal space in the public legal space, and then that will be backed up by mandatory service for practicing lawyers, which they have to do 40 hours 40 hours a year. So. I think it still needs to be ironed out. No doubt it'll be be, be thrown around the, the legal circus for quite some time, as it is a is a, is a legal matter. It'll be quite interesting to see how the legal fraternity hand, handles a draft bill that directly affects them for a change. <laughs> Maybe we can draft some practicing attorneys to, to actually have a look at this bill for us using their mandatory hours. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rob, it's, it's an interesting question, and I'd love to know... From the listeners, what they think three four five one nine on the SMS line are about mandatory legal because the one thing about lawyers is they already have to do is it two or three years worth of um, worth of, of articles and and I just wonder whether that you know that's already cutting into their earning time and uh, and and sometimes it's useful and sometimes it's not from what I understand uh, to lawyers so you know, adding on to that then another a year or whatever it is that they want to do, and if it, they're going to do it in the same way as the doctors, uh, is is going to cut into people's uh, ability to grow their professional career. And I just wonder whether you know, so if we already have existing articles, if this is something that they want to do, well, then maybe this the best way to do it is to make use of some of their articles for stuff like this. No, I'd say that'd be a brilliant idea because you know, as they probably have significant student debt or loans to pay off as well, and mm. that just pushes it further, further and further down down the line. And 
you know, their their candidate attorney fees and so on are, are insignificant, really. So, it's it's a bit of a tough one. I think for practicing and well-established attorneys, maybe maybe it is a good idea. But then again, it should be it shouldn't be mandatory. I think it should be a a, a volunteer volunteer program if if they want to do it. And I don't know. I don't know what government's true intention is here. Will they be working on state cases? Or will they be allowed to take pro bono, like non-profit cases or high-profile cases protecting politicians? Going through the comments of uh, the public or people who really put submissions in, that seems to be the major concern. Will they end up working for the state and promoting promoting the state? And, and the other thing is also capacity. You know, when already with the doctors, we have huge problems where people can't find posts or the posts are in, in 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 small places and and there's not really much capacity and and the doctors are pretty well are pretty well what's the word you know there's already an infrastructure for it where i'm not sure it's quite so simple when it comes to the legal profession you you can't really send a lawyer out to i don't know kwamashu and then suddenly expect that they'll find legal work to do so i i think that that that's also another you know this is what they they're thinking of doing that's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant point, which I actually didn't think of. Well done, Benji. That is, that is actually brilliant. I mean, if a lawyer has to, if he studied in, in say, Cape Town and now has to do community service in Limpopo, that could be a bit of a problem. But there's not much on that in the bill, to to be honest. But I think it's a valid point that does need to be that does need to be raised. And lastly, I mean, just my other thought on this is that uh, it's also a case of the issue of of. The, the courts themselves not working. Like if we're going to be putting lawyers to work, maybe maybe they need to be put to work improving the, the way the criminal justice system is actually operating. The courts are slow. There's not it's too much paperwork. They, they don't deliver on time. Like all of these things actually need to be improved. It's not it's not access to the legal services per se, in, in my view. Yeah, absolutely, Benji. It's it's more streamlining of of the way the whole legal system works, which, as we know, is 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 a bit of a shambles. Just to get a court date can take you up to two years in some some instances, and there are justice is definitely not served on on that point, without a doubt. Especially on on quite severe cases of of murder, uh, GBV, and and so on. Yeah, absolutely. Three four five one nine. I uh, would love to hear what you think about the new legal practitioners bill. The other thing that's interesting, uh, Rob, is the Department of Social Development is inviting the public to comment on the draft non-profit organizations amendment bill. Now, uh, we have in this country quite a number of elements that talk about how non-profits are regulated. Rob, I'm assuming that there's, there's some changes that they're wanting to introduce here? Yeah, quite a few changes, although I must say the bill is rather vague again. This bill has been floating around for quite a quite a number of years. I think we, you and I chatted about it uh, sometime last year. So it's resurfaced. It is intended to assist, as they say, assist uh, nonprofits, especially smaller nonprofits, in in um, in their work and social activities and in their mandates, and also in in fundraising and how they are managed. Um, doesn't say much about anything else, but it does seem to be in conflict with the Companies Companies Act. Nonprofits in South Africa are governed, as it already is, under the Companies Act. There are uh, certain regulations that tell them how to operate their board structures and so on. And the NPO, the Draft NPO Act, does seem to be in conflict with that. It's 
Um, not a very well thought out bill. It's, if it's misinterpreted as it is, it could be rather restrictive on on nonprofits in uh, their board structures and in, in who's allowed to run, run a nonprofit, what fund the funds are used for. So it could be misinterpreted as controlling nonprofits instead of uh, assisting nonprofits. And that needs to be definitely addressed in, in the public consultation process itself. What, what I really think needs to happen with this bill, it's still in its draft form, is nonprofits need to get really involved in this and put forward their, their case studies and their suggestions into how this bill can actually be workable. In, in my opinion, as it stands now, it's not, not entirely workable and should be largely uh, either withdrawn or, or rewritten and resubmitted. Yeah, absolutely. And there is, there's already kind of fair, I mean, it can be fairly complex, some versions of it, because you you, 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 know, you can start a, a sort of NGO pretty easily, but if you want it to get public donations and you have to go via SARS, so there is quite a lot of overlapping um, regulatory burden on, on NGOs. Uh, so I suppose if it could help streamline that, then that would be a good thing. But as you said, if it's if it it does hold the the ability uh, or the possibility rather to to actually undermine what what NGOs are for, which is to sort of be outside of the government to deliver services and hold groups accountable and and all of these uh, uh, roles really that that such that such bodies play. I'm Benji Shulman. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM, I'm Benji Shulman, and we're talking to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. Now, Rob, I know you tried very, very hard to get the parliamentary speaker onto your show last week. Uh, I believe you didn't <laughs> win. Uh, is that a... Is, 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 is that a goal that you're going to keep uh, focusing on? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I actually got a message on Friday, oddly enough. Um, the speaker is actually overseas in a couple of meetings there at some conferences. So, yeah, <laughs> some wires were crossed somewhere, but definitely still on the cards. It will happen, not too sure when, but I definitely will make a, a big announcement of it. This week, we're going to be... Uh, talking to a couple of nonprofits again, getting their views on on this bill and on the nonprofit bill, and po- possibly some other people to talk about uh, a couple of other bills that that are on on the go. All right, so there you go. You can uh, deep dive into the issue of nonprofits uh, and and bills on uh, on on Rob's show. Rob, I'm a, are you running any sort of campaigns around these things around the legal practitioners bill and all of all of that? Uh, on on the website, yes, yes, of course. As usual, uh, these campaigns are already available on on our website at dsafrica.co.za. All the information is there. You can have your say if you're a nonprofit. I really do encourage you to have your say on the nonprofit bill. It's it does raises a few questions. And coming from a nonprofit, as as we are, we can see some flaws in it immediately, which need to be need to be addressed. However, we are just one nonprofit of around 250,000 that are out there. So there definitely needs to be some uh, uh, good public participation on that. It's on our website. All the documents are there. Go have your say and let's do what we should be doing as responsible citizens. Well, there you go. Absolutely. If you want to be part of uh, making the country a better place, one comment at a time. Yes. Then the best way to do it is uh, with Rob Hutchinson 
and uh, dear South Africa. And by the way, Rob, did the government respond to your uh, intention to to put a legal challenge on some of these changes to the Healthcare Act? Yes, yes, they have. We've uh, got a few notices. We've sent more information through. We've filed our papers. Just waiting for a responding affidavit from, from government, and then we will be proceeding with, with the case. And that's to have the uh, regulations that have been adopted into the Health Act without public consultation, to have those actually set aside. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, that is... Yeah, that is what is going on at the moment with Dear South Africa. Rob, thank you so much, and uh, we'll chat to you again next week. Lovely, Benji, and thank you for having me on once again. We always do enjoy doing such a thing, which is having Rob Hutchinson on. And, uh, yeah, listen to him on, on Wednesday talking about the NGOble, and you can listen to him again uh, really at, uh, at next week because that's what we like to do, bring him on every single week to talk about what is going on in the world of Parliament, which is his speciality. And he does have uh, quite quite a lot of speciality when it comes to that. And that pretty much, by the way, brings us to the end of the show for today. So uh, thank you to everyone who has been, uh, who, who engages in the show and helps make it possible. To Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons, and Mashadi, who is on the production side of things and to Vusi, who is on the sound, and to you, dear listener, who, who listens uh, every single week uh, to what we have to say. We really, really appreciate it. Engage with, with us on the show on Twitter. If you are interested in what we have to say on the show, please can tweet us at ChaiFM uh, or, or myself at, uh, at Benji underscore Shulman. Uh, I, I put out all the shows um, there as well, so you can engage with us afterwards. We'd love to hear your views and uh, get your insights so, yeah, we really appreciate it and uh, really appreciate you uh, engaging with our hosts. So please do continue to to do that. And uh, we will continue to see who we can find out there that is leading on the cultural and current affairs side of things so that uh, you could be informed as a listener of 101.9 Chai FM. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll chat to you again next week on the show. See you then.